Hello and welcome to the Best on the Rock podcast. I'm Melissa Best and today I am here with Terrell Ty Ball Game, Mr. Big Brother winner himself, McDonald. Ty, what's up? How are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you doing? Thank you for having I, me. I'm good. I'm very excited. We have talked about doing this for a while. I think we talked about doing this before I had even started the podcast. Yeah. Um, and then I didn't know. If, I didn't know if it was going to happen. To be honest, I didn't yeah. For a while. <laughs> I know. And then you're like, oh, cool. I guess she's launched the podcast, but uh, we're yeah. not. I'm not going to be on it anymore. Um, <laughs> because we discussed it a little bit in Toronto when I went up for the Traders finale, and you were yeah. at that party. Now. Yeah. Here's the hard-hitting question I'm just going to start you off with. You were at the finale party, I but was. had you watched any other episodes leading up to that? I, I watched the premiere and I watched the finale, the only two that matter. Yeah. <laughs> you got the gist in between, right? I got the gist. Yeah, I mean, I got. I, I mean, I know uh, quite a few people, so I know mm-hmm. a few people on the traders as well, so I already got the tea beforehand, so I kind okay. of understood what, what was going on on the show without having to watch it. Have you seen any versions since? No, I'm brand new to reality. I don't watch TV regardless. Um, so uh, any show, whether it's Traders or Big Brother or whatever, like I don't really watch it unless mm-hmm. I need to. And I felt like I needed to watch the premiere of Traders because, you know, we got a couple of Big Brother people on there. So I had to support. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the finale, I had to see who brought it home, you know? You have to watch the finale, of course. Of course. Uh, okay, that kind of leads me right into it. So I figure this is casual. Like we'll just, we'll chit chat, we'll... I've got a couple of questions, everything, but it doesn't need to be like interview style. Like I'll ask you a question. Mm-hmm. You answer it right away. Um, anything that you want to like take into a conversation, feel free to mm-hmm. just go there. Um, but I will start, I figure we'll dive into a little bit of big brother stuff and then we can sure. go on about life. I know you've got like a, a new company started, a new coaching business. Mm-hmm. So I definitely want to touch on that kind of thing. Uh, yeah. But first you, you kind of, I think I know the answer to this anyway, but let's talk about how you got started in big brother like you say you don't really watch a lot of tv were you yeah. approached is this something that like your friends said? Uh, so i always had it in my mind that you know i wanted to be on a show i didn't know mm-hmm. what show it was because i didn't really like i said i didn't watch too many of these shows um but one of my ex-girlfriends was actually like a super big brother fan and i would catch an episode here and there um and then throughout covid when i was trapped in the house i was like let me just see what Big Brother's about. So I caught a few episodes. And I'm like, okay, I, I get the gist of it. But nothing kind of like transpired from there. I wasn't really thinking about it too much. Didn't really do much with it past those couple of episodes. And then the end of 2022, um, I was approached. And I was like, damn, can't turn on this opportunity. So, you know, I just took it. And I said, man, you know, if it works, great. If not, then, you know, no hard feelings. But yeah, that's just how I got, I got my start. It was just that lucky by chance you know so like leading up to it well not lucky not lucky because I feel like you still set the intention at some point you know what I mean like you're yeah, still yeah. working with that in the back of your mind like I really believe a lot in like the law of attraction like the what universe, you focus on yeah. is yeah like the big sorry, time like what comes sorry. up calling me that one sec can you hear me yeah yeah sorry, who is it Just... Koozie was calling me actually oh you should have answered <laughs> uh, <'Cause... later>. <laughs> <laughs> The, the queen of, herself. Killer. Yeah. Sorry, what were we talking about? Oh, I, saying... I think a little bit about like the like what that you put your intention out for Big Brother. Yeah, so yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You wanted to get on some kind of a show. You know, you yeah. you watched a little bit of Big Brother and it just kind of came to fruition for you. So like mm-hmm. when you knew you were going to be on the show or like when you were in the casting process, did you watch a little bit leading up to it just to prepare yourself? 
yeah, so when that first, you know, you know, initial contact came through, I was like, well, if, if this is going to be a possibility, I need to at least understand what the show's about. So I watched season 10, mm-hmm. and obviously the legend Kevin won, which is great. And I, I understood what a, a Pyro Vito was. I understood what a HOH was finally. You know, I mean, it's a social game, so I feel like there's a million and one different, different ways to play it. You know, every mm-hmm. day is different. But for the, for the most part, I understood the concept of the game, and I felt like that was good enough for me. Um, something I didn't want to do was dive too much and try to get too nitpicky on the details because I feel like if you go in there and you have too much of a hard set game plan and it doesn't go exactly the way you expect it, then you're kind of screwed, right? So for me, it was like I wanted to understand the concept of the game and then go in there and be flexible. And you know what I mean? I, I really, it really paid off because there was a couple of instances that, you know, nobody could have seen coming. And I don't yeah. think has ever happened in any Big Brother history, period, let alone was, Big Brother Canada. Um, so, I, so I, yeah, so I really needed to be able to pivot. And that's what I did. And thankfully, it worked out in my favor. So like, and I agree with you because I'm, I guess you could call me a super fan. I've, I've watched Big Brother US since I was like 12. So like, not to date myself, but it was live. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was watching season two is my first season I started Crazy. with. I was, I was 12. So like, you know, wow. I watched every single season. Um, I never started watching Big Brother Canada until 2020 as well, actually. Yeah. It came up once I saw Big Brother Canada, I was like, this is way better. I'm just gonna put it on record. Yeah. It's way better than Yeah, this. I was gonna say that every everybody that I talked to says BB Can's better than BBUS. So it's so, so good. Yeah, like like yeah. big, big, big props to Canada. So like mm-hmm. I started watching it then, and then I was like, oh my God. I'm like I went on a deep dive. I watched all the old seasons. I started watching it as like background noise while I was working. Yeah, like yeah. it became like a problem. But like so many, yeah, like it's it still is a problem. I'm just gonna be honest with you. But like so many super fans get a chance to get on the show, and it's like the obsession comes through in a different way. Where like they're yeah. they feel like you have to win a certain way, or they start thinking about old game plans that other people did and trying to kind of reenact that and yeah. do the same yeah. thing. But like you can't prepare you for the cast that you're gonna get. You know what I mean? Like you it's could watch literally not preparing. You can't, right? You don't know who you're going to get on the show. You don't know who's going to click with who. You don't yep. know, you know, who you're going to be able to manipulate. Like, there's so many different mm-hmm. aspects. You don't know what. You can maybe prepare a little bit for certain games because there are some games that they repeat every season or every couple of seasons. Yeah. But even that, they add twists and changes. Like, yeah, it's one of these things you kind of just got to, like, go with the flow as you're there. And a lot of super fans yeah. don't adapt well. Yeah, I think that was the the downfall of a couple of people on my season very early on that kind of slapped the target on their back. I won't say no names, but they know who they are. Well, and, John uh, Michael they, broke my heart. I'll just throw that out there. Broke yeah, my I didn't, heart. I didn't, I didn't say any names. You know, <laughs> shout out to JM. But I mean, you know, yeah, he was definitely somebody we, we quickly identified as a super fan. And we're like, yeah. he also had the ability to kind of rally the, the women behind him. I mean, mm-hmm. I could tell, I think we could all tell immediately it was going to be a guys versus girl thing. If... Mm-hmm. You know, things had played out without the little twists and turns, but we, we knew that he would be a problem if, you know, he could get the girls behind him because he can compete as well. Exactly. So. Yeah, really good. Like, it was one of those things. And it's so funny because I watched your season. And when I saw John Michael, I was like, stop talking about how much you know. Yeah. Like, keep that under wraps. But that's <laughs> something that, like, in other seasons, it's been to people's benefit that they knew a little bit yeah. more about the game because then people mm. are like, oh, teach me like I haven't yeah, watched yeah. very much like and you know it, it ends up being a benefit but in this case I remember watching it being like stop telling everybody how much you know because you're you're yeah. painting a target but then yeah. the funny thing is when I went on traders 
I, it's cause I, I go into an obsession. If I want to do something, I like, that's it. That becomes my that's focus. It, yeah. That's my life. It's like, <laughs> I'm going to get it. I just do the thing. Yeah. So when I got the opportunity to traders, I dove into traders. I watched all of the seasons. I started studying it. Like I went to town and before they even picked the traders, I was talking about the other seasons. Like I remember Kevin mm. looked at me a couple of times and gave me the look like you yeah. know your shit. And, I'm, yeah. and, and like, reflection on that i was like i john michaeled myself in traders Basically, like even i really still think like every, even if everybody, I wasn't a trader, everybody needs to learn <laughs> you need to learn from jm and learn from mel b but oh not man to be. like dude and it, that's how it felt i came home and i was like you idiot <laughs> like, but it's i was just too excited to be there it's it's when you're a super fan and you get the opportunity it's whether surreal. no matter what game it is it's like yeah. oh this is a dream come true and you're kind of yeah. like appreciating the moment while you're in it but also at a heightened level yeah. and you know if you're somebody I think, like me I think somebody, shut up no no 100 <laughs> i think somebody who did well obviously was daniel c for example we knew he was a super fan but we mm -hmm. never looked at him as he's going to be a problem because he's a super fan whereas jm was the opposite we're like he's a super fan and he's not afraid to show it like he knows it's like he he's going to use that game against people right yeah, yeah. so and that shout Dan out to daniel c one, one daniel of the greatest c had strategy ever. He had, he yeah. had strategy as well, but he kept his strategy to himself. So like one of the things I noticed with JM was like, even there was one time when he got put up and he was like, or he was being backdoored and he was trying to um, think about a situation where somebody got out of the back door before. And I remember yeah. I knew I, I was actually yelling at the TV because I was like, it was Kiefer. Kiefer did it. But at the same time, I was like, stop, stop with that. That's what's yeah. kicking you out. Right. What, so yeah, that and the fact that he said he's going against the boys, you know? That, that was, was one of the craziest things I when I watched the show back then, like because I was seeing the house, you know, Zach comes to us and tells us he said the boys, right? But we mm -hmm. have to take everything with any, from anybody with a grain of salt. So I'm mm -hmm. I'm believing him because it's my guy. And I'm like, bro, if he actually said that, he has to go. But when I watched it back and I actually seen him say that in the room with Zach and Dan, I'm like, you did it to yourself, brother. Like, yeah, you know, it yeah. wasn't us. It's it's so funny. Like I won't nit nitpick all the moves because I still think. I think that was a stupid move for Zach to get rid of him. <laughs> but we won't even go to because we could just take the game. We could sit here and go from episode one yeah. on through and just nitpick it. And I won't do that because I want to know about you and your journey with Big Brother and like yeah. outside of the show. Um, mm -hmm. So how did you enjoy it when you're on the show? Like start to Man. finish overall. How was your experience? Dream, dream come true. That's all I can really say. Like every day I woke up is grateful. You know, towards the end of the, the season, things slowed down a lot because you know, especially final four, final three, it's like, it's only four people in this house and mm -hmm. it's only so many things you can do day to day. But like every day I was just waking up like, man, just enjoy it because one day it's going to be over and you're going to wish you were back here. And I'm at that space now where I wish I was back in the house and I can't believe it came and went already. So yeah, just like zero regrets. Despite everything that happened, there's, there's no, nothing that I did or didn't do that I regret. Mm -hmm. um i would do it again the exact same way play the exact well, same style I did. not style well, the, of course of course you had the ultimate outcome right like yeah, you're not going to change anything no no I'll but even if it didn't, no this is but that's kind of what i explained to people it's like you know even if i didn't win i mm -hmm. knew the the principles that i wanted to play the game by and i played by them and even though it, it was edited to look otherwise mm -hmm. i know the truth in terms of the integrity that i played that game with as long as i could until I needed to kind of, I think my first real lie was to Claudia during the double eviction to keep myself off the block. And in reality, it wasn't like I had to manipulate oh, her. She offered something to me and I said, oh, sure. Yeah. You know, so that, that I was, was, a, I was, a, was yeah, so like that was, that was the game deciding move, right? So it was like, yeah. I didn't go to her and, and try to game her head to get in that position. I was in the bathroom myself. You can watch it. There's somewhere online. 
I'm in the bathroom walking around, just ready to go on the block. I'm mm-hmm. like, here we go again, right? And she comes in, she goes, I'm going to keep you off the block, but just vote to keep Shania. And I pause for a second. I'm like, I don't want to lie to her, but this is like, if I get this move, I control this. But I'm like, like, we're playing Big Brother, and my, my honesty to this point made me the villain. So mm-hmm. let's change the game a little bit. I mean, tell a little fib and see how that plays out, you know? But like, when you're in this game, I always say, like, so many people go on Big Brother, and they're like, I'm going to play with integrity. I'm going to win without lying. And it's like, yeah. that's the house you can you can bounce yeah. your checks in the Big Brother house, yeah. right? Like, that yeah. is, that's what people love to see. Like, I, so yeah. I mean, personally, I love a villain. I love to root for a villain. Yeah. I love somebody who's not afraid to, like, stab somebody in the back and, like, just bring yeah. the game. Like, good gameplay yeah. is what I want to see. Whether that means you have to lie, like, whatever you have to do. I mean, there can be good gameplay with integrity, but you're still not going to play a clean game. There's no such thing, yeah. right? Of course. Like, now I will, I'm not going to lie. I didn't root for you to win. The first time I was watching it, I was like, this right. fucking guy. So how do you feel? You watched it all back. Yeah, I actually just finished it like maybe three weeks ago. Like I I, I wanted to take some, I watched it a few episodes um, coming out the house, you know, but when you watch these things, it's kind of like reliving them. So it's a lot Very of triggering. trauma. It's crazy, mm-hmm. yeah, triggering. So I took some time off and then I, right before the year was about to end, I'm like, yo, I got to watch this in this year before the year ends and i'm like i think i'm in a good space now so i watched it and i'm like okay you know i was able to watch it without all these you know emotions coming back up yeah Mm -hmm. yeah so So, how did you feel about your edit overall um they it's it's tough to explain because what you see is me however Mm -hmm. people need to understand like the way certain things are edited that it makes me look worse or I want to say better. It makes me look worse than what is actually going on. And a great example of this, because Kuzi, you know, being the very, um, I, guess, I don't want to call her anxious, but she likes to, she wants to see everything about her all the time. So she mm-hmm. watched the show as soon as we got out. And one of the first things she said to me was, man, because we got into a little fight early on in the season. Mm-hmm. And I was explaining to her the, the hope situation, the other situation. And she goes, man, the edit you got in our fight was terrible. It makes you look like you were standing up to like yeah. bully me. That never happened. Me standing up, I was actually showing her what Hope did to me. But because right. of how they edited it, they shifted it so it looked like I was trying to big dog her. So it's mm-hmm. like little things like that where it makes me look like a really bad guy as if I'm this abusive guy. I'm like, I would never step to a woman like that, first of all, yeah. ever in my life. Um, but I can see why people didn't like me. And that's fine. I understand. And I'm not, like I've said this before, I'm not mad at production. It's their job to make an entertaining show. Exactly. They need to get a rise out of people, right? So they did that. I'm kind of grateful because in the end of it, it's like you guys gave me an amazing storyline that mm-hmm. people like were invested in. Every week, people were coming back to see, is Ty going home this week? Is yeah. Ty going home this week? Is, no, I'm, no, I'm not. Still here. So it's <laughs> like, I, I, gave, I, I gave Canada a great show and I, I can't be mad about that. So as much yeah. as I would have wanted people to see the, the good things that I did in the house, like from, from my heart, that wasn't the case. And I, I'm not mad about it. Like I said, it is what it is. And I, like I said, if I was to have been evicted earlier, I wouldn't have changed anything because I played mm-hmm. as honest as honest of a game as I could have, and, and I'm proud of it. You know what I mean? So it just worked out in the end. So thank, thankful for that. So I notice a lot too. So like I'm watching like US traders now and UK yeah. traders, and like when they're going around the round table, I'm noticing hot sentences. So like when they're mm-hmm. they're fighting back and forth, and there's just like a little blurp, and I'm like, something came before and after that sentence. Like yeah. I know yeah. because like I watched mm-hmm. myself. In my yeah. round table, and I was like, 
that's not how I answered that question. Or like, yeah, I might exactly. answer a different question. They might take that answer and put it in for like a new question. Yeah. Right. So like, you know, the, the production and the editors, they have a story that they're going to tell yeah. and they have a way and they're to gonna find a way it. to get it. So yeah. yeah. When, you're, when you're recording 24 hours a day, you can really find anything that you want. Right. And I think the, an actually better example of that was like when me and Santina got into an argument in that little hallway and like you can tell it's edited because one like one clip my hat's like this, then the next one yes. I'm like this, but on it's one sentence. Right? <laughs> yeah. So it's like, how's my hat switching in one sentence? You know? So exactly. that just goes to show you how they take and piece things together to mm-hmm. give you the story that they want to show you, right? But yeah, it's all exactly. Love, yeah. But I mean that's and that's the reason if they didn't do that, we wouldn't watch the show. Like you they have to have some kind of a story, line, right? So exactly. And it works, right? Um, they got they got an extension three years or something so you guys Canada you're welcome we brought it back for you guys that's that's good so if it's three years that's at least two more years I can keep trying because this year didn't work out but listen one day um (laughs) shocking I'm ridiculous but no I will say when I watched it the second time because I watched it I think I was telling you about it actually before I went to Toronto I like rewatched your season and I liked you after like like I watching it live I was like I don't want this guy to win because mostly, but the reason, okay, here's what did it for me. I didn't have this in my questions for today, but it was, it was sweater gate is what did it for me. Oh yeah. yeah. Listen, I'm, I'm happy you brought it up. To be honest with you. It's <laughs> funny because I get sweater gate. Of course. Of course. It's funny. Cause I get, I actually got a message. I think it was yesterday night driving home. I got this random Facebook message from someone. I have no idea who, who he is. And I yeah. read it. He's referring to sweater gate, whatever. Um, so if you want to break down the whole situation. Yes. So let's, for listeners, viewers who don't know what that is, let you give it to us, your words, what happened? Yeah. So Suttergate was basically, Claudia was wearing Rob Sutter at one point and me. And and Claudia was your, your showman. Claudia is your. Yeah. yeah. Claudia's a showman. Yeah. So Claudia, Mm -hmm. this is very early on in the season, maybe second or three or something. Yeah. It was really. Very, very early on. Yeah, so we were fresh into the into the showmance, but it was like solidified, like we're in a showmance. Um, she was wearing a sweater, and then in my mind, I'm now in a predicament. Like, I don't know where this goes. That like we had a conversation before, and she's like, one thing I don't want to do if I get in a showmance, I'm scared to be looked at as one of these girls who's hiding behind a guy or is like using guys to further her game. So now when I see her wearing another guy's sweater, I'm like, okay, well, now I, it, I'm like, what kind of per- like player are you actually trying to be? Like, is that the type of person you want to be? Because you just told me you're not. And I'm like, is this even something I want to bring up to her as an issue? Nonetheless, long story short, and then I'll get into the details after. Mm-hmm. Um, that was like a determining situation where I'm like, Zach, Rob has to go. So that was like, you know, the Achilles heel for Rob, unfortunately. And we were great up until that point. Um, still great now. In my eyes, at least, I don't think we have any problems. But if I get into the details now, what actually happened was I had no problem with Rob doing that because I knew like Rob is a, a very nice guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think he would do that for anybody. It doesn't matter if it was Claudia or anything else. But before this, leading up to that exact moment, actually, I was protecting Rob from Zach because what Zach, what people don't see was that Rob, I don't want to say the word jealous. I don't know. You would have to ask him. I don't want to put words in his mouth. But Rob felt a way about Zach and Santina's relationship. And he mm-hmm. confided in me about that. So he's like, bro, like, really need to like watch Zach and Santina. They're getting super close, blah, blah. And remember, Zach is my right-hand guy. Rob doesn't know this. So he's telling me everything, how he's feeling about my right-hand guy. I'm like, yeah, I get it. So these are still my guys, but like, I'm still working with everybody. So I'm like, I need to get these guys back on the same page. So I, I sit Zach down on my bro. We got like, I need you to ease up off Santina a little bit. Rob's feeling away. And we got to just make sure, you know, we're all good. And he's not like suspicious of you or nothing. 
cool. But that rubbed Zach the wrong way because Zach felt like he was working Santino. Santino was part of the group, but he felt like he was really pushing for the JM move to yeah. keep Rob safe. So he's like, bro, here I am trying to get close to Santino to keep Rob safe. And then here Rob is being jealous that I'm getting close to Santino. So then Rob doesn't know any of this. And the, the public doesn't even know this. But it was, I watched the season back and I seen a clip where it was by this time we had, we, we had um, it was we already made up our mind about JM. It was Santino, Rob, and Zach sitting in the nook talking about JM needs to go. And then Rob's like, no, uh, I'm sorry, he switched, he switched to Renee. And then Rob said, no, we need to keep Renee. And then kind of Zach stands up and kind of storms off. He's like, bro, like I'm not having this conversation. And he walks into the room with me and yeah. he goes, bro, I can't even look at Rob. Like I can't even talk to this guy anymore. But people don't understand why he said that. It's because he's so right. upset about the Santina thing. And you don't hear what I say because I'm actually defending Rob. I'm like, bro, just chill out. Like everything will be fine. They cut that out completely. So you okay. never see me defending Rob. Mm-hmm. Cool. Then the certain situation happens. Me and Claudia are outside. I kind of talked. It probably doesn't look the best. It's cool. It looks like I'm jealous. Cool. Fine. It is what it is. For me, what I looking back at that situation, I think what it was is a difference of cultures and like upbringings. For me, where I'm from, if you see your someone you're supposed to be with in somebody else's sweater, that's weird. But I didn't want to make it a big deal because I'm like, you know, maybe where she's from in her culture, that's no big deal. And I understand everyone's upbringing is different. So I didn't want to mm-hmm. like step on any on your toes or nothing. That's why I said, hey, like if that's and it's you also are, that's you're like also I'm on national TV. Yeah. How so do I even weird. approach like, this as like a conversation? Yeah, I'm like, man, we just we just got into this show, man. So I'm not trying to make this an action like. It was just everything in me not to like make it a thing, which is why I wasn't was trying to say you. anything initially, but it was like on my mind. I'm like, bro, like if we're going to work together, I should at least let her know like where my head's at. So that's mm-hmm. where I said what I said. Cool. We, we disperse. Then in the DR, these guys are trying to get me to say anything <laughs> bad about Rob. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm like, I'm not upset with Rob. I don't think he had any like malicious intent with it. Like, I feel like he's just being a good guy. For me, the, the, the issue more so was with Claudia. If anything, I'm like, Claudia, you should know, mm-hmm. like, for international match, it looks weird if you're wearing another guy's sweater. Mm-hmm. So if I had a problem with anybody, it was with Claudia. It was never with Rob. So I went to the DR defending Rob the whole time, which is why you don't see me talking about that situation in the DR, because they didn't get what they wanted from me. But right. they got it from Claudia. So she was right. able to take, she, she said something like, oh, well, I don't know. I guess maybe he's just jealous. You know what I mean? And I can yeah. tell from what she said, I can guarantee production fed her those lines, because just the way she said it, I'm like, she doesn't talk like that. Yeah, you can come on here and either confirm or deny that, but it sounds very much like it was spoon fencer. Anyway, it could have been like a repeated question or, oh yeah, yeah so you're she, right, so, maybe this is yeah. Yeah, so yeah, so I get out the dr from my dr now again defending Rob. Mm-hmm. I walk upstairs and I go link up with Rob, Johnny. I think it was Rob and John. Yeah, and we we walk into the HOH room, and it was all the girls. It was Shania, I think Kuzi was there, Renee and Claudia. Yeah, yeah Santino wasn't there. Anyways, there's four girls. We walk in. I think Renee goes, oh, we're just talking about who everyone, ha- who everyone likes in the house. And then Renee goes to Claudia. She goes, tell them who you like. What- I promise on my life, Rob did not miss a beat. He goes, well, she was wearing my sweater. So I said, yeah, no problem. And you don't see this on episode. This is where my mind flipped. I'm like, okay, so you had intentions with that move. So right. I didn't say anything. I, pat- I patted him on his back. I sat down. I said, little do you know, I've been... I've been keeping your ass safe this whole time. Zach wants you out of here ASAP. Yeah. No problem though. So now you're going to learn your lesson. So it was (laughs) that, that was the moment that changed my mind about everything. 
It wasn't wow. him giving a sweater. I really thought like there were my, I had no issue with him. My initial problem was like potentially with Claudia, but then again, I was still trying to rationalize in my head. She's not doing this maliciously. Like she just mm-hmm. comes from a different upbringing and it's okay in her eyes. So like, I have to be okay with it. Yeah. Or so at least it has to be a discussion where you're like, this makes me uncomfortable. But again, yeah, how do you have that discussion weird. if you don't talk about it? Right. Exactly. So it just, it was weird in my eyes, but that defining moment, which you guys do not see was mm-hmm. the was the comment that Rob made. And I even told him on his way out. I said, bro, I'll explain to you once we get out of here. What made, what was going on? Cause you don't know how much work I was putting in to keep Zach off of you for the longest time. So, so that's, we're, that's we're, we're coming up on like almost a year. Cause they're, they're gearing yeah. up for, for season 12 now, 12. Yeah. Yep. Um, did you and Rob have that conversation? I, t- I told him when we got out, I said, listen, bro, you made a, a crazy sideways comment. Um, it wasn't like a deep conversation or anything. I don't even know if he remembers it, but I kind of briefly explained to him. Um, and even on finale night, I walked out and, and I hugged him. I said, bro, we're going to talk after this because I have to explain to you <laughs> where, where shit went left, right? But sorry, I don't know if I can swear. But yeah, anyway, yeah, no, have at her. Where, where things went sour, right? Um, but I, I told him really quickly. I said, bro, like you just made a comment that rubbed me the wrong way and that was it. You don't know I was, how much work I was putting in to keep Zach off of you. Yeah, and I don't, and I, I don't go around telling people, "Oh, I'm keeping you safe." I'm, I'm not. That's not me. You guys, but are my you bro, were actually like, doing that there. Man, I wish you guys saw the workouts. But every time Zach and Rob was in the same room, Zach, like, he was just in a bad mood after that. I'm like, just yeah. relax, bro. It's okay. We'll be fine. Just get back on the same page. He's just being paranoid. Just being anxious. It's okay. We're playing Big Brother, but you so don't see any the, of that. Here's the thing, too, because that's like that's the house, right? Like that's the the yeah. game. That's the design of the game. Is like. Put you in with these people. You have to decide who you can trust. If you can trust anybody, mm-hmm. you have to build these relationships while not knowing what people are saying behind your back. So here's like when I watched it live and there was no live feeds either. This was yeah, like the yeah, first yeah. year. Now, I wasn't a big sure. live feed watcher. I'd watch like a little bit here and there, but like I, I wasn't, mm-hmm. you know, glued to the cameras. But like mm-hmm. there was no live feed. So they have to decide what they fed us to. And it was utter yeah. crap. But basically <laughs> like. When I'm watching it live and it was Sweatergate because I'm watching it and same thing with me. Like if I am cold, I'll grab a sweater. It could be my husband's, yeah. it could be my brother-in-law's, my friend. Like it doesn't matter. Like that's just, yeah. it's non-issue. But then, so I'm watching it and you were upset about the sweater and I was like, what the hell? And yeah. then on a rewatch, when I was watching it the second time, because I was like, okay, I'm going to give this a rewatch, open mind, whatever. Yeah. And I saw you get upset and I was still like, what the hell? But I was also yeah. like, I noticed a little different the second time around because I was like, mm-hmm. you didn't seem to fully trust Claudia, period. Right. Yeah. So like when yeah. I was watching, you guys had one of the strangest and I'm sure you've heard it. <laughs> one of the strangest showmances in yeah, all of chaotic. Big Brother like that I've yeah, ever yeah, seen. Yeah. Like you broke up on the show. You got back together. Yeah. It was wild. It was so wild. Yeah. And you were in a showmance, but you weren't working together. It was just wild. Yeah. So like yeah. it was very entertaining for us. But like at the same time, when I watched it at the second time around, I was like, okay, he likes this girl. He, like, yeah. he likes her, but because of the situation that he's meeting her in, he doesn't mm. fully trust her because you were like, yeah. well, what if she's just pretending to like me? And she was probably doing the same. Yeah. Like, you know, I can yeah. see that the big brother house is not exactly the easiest place to meet someone and start it's a trusting relationship, right? Like you're starting yeah. off on yeah. a shaky foundation. So when I watched yeah. it the second time and I saw sweater grade, I was like, okay, Whatever way I feel about sweaters, yeah. which is very <laughs> neutral. But I was just like, yeah. you know, it's likely that 
he was already on eggshells about what yeah. is this relationship? Can I trust this person? Should we work together? Yeah. But now she's wearing this other guy's sweater. Is there something secret that I don't know? So I figured that yeah. it was probably not so much a jealousy thing as it was, mm. or, or not even an insecurity thing. Cause that's kind of like yeah. the way it, it felt the first time around. Of course. Like, yeah. And I get, and like I said, I'm not, I'm not mad. Like even watching yeah. myself, I'm not like, I, I understand why people would have looked at it. Like this guy, just a jealous guy trying to control it. I'm like, I get it, but yeah. that's not what's going in my mind. It's like, the reason why I wasn't trying to say anything is because I didn't want to come off that way to her. I'm like, listen, play your game. If this mm -hmm. is you, cool, play. That's just not how I want to play my game. You're not going to see me out here flirting with other girls if I'm going to show my ass with you. But right. that's because I I came in the house saying I'm going to play this with, with as much integrity as possible. Mm -hmm. And to me, integrity is not being in a showman to somebody, but flirting with the rest of the house or doing whatever. Right. That's just and not I mean, me. And, and I get makes, it. You know? That makes more sense. And like, like I said, like when I watched it the second time around, I was like, okay, this is not pissing me off like it did the, the first time I was like come on but the yeah. second time I was like okay like you know like because you also have to for, to remember that we're watching a show you are fully submerged in this environment yeah. Like, yeah. that's you life know, yeah I mean, we don't we don't see everything you guys are seeing right so it's like again totally, I'm still trying to, I'm trying to learn you're isolated like even your isolation with big brother was different from what i did with the traders because at least with the traders like they took our phones we had no tv no like you know no internet all that kind of stuff but like we had a production crew on set right yeah. we had people who had cameras following us around we had lunch breaks where there would be other production mic runners like people fixing our yeah. batteries like we saw other faces besides ourselves. Yeah. Big brother, I don't think people really realize how secluded you are. Like you're literally shoved in the house. If they want to do something with the set, they lock everybody in a room and then they do yep. whatever they need to do. And then they let you out. Like it's, yep. it's like a, a nice little jail. Anybody, yeah. <laughs> like, it is. It is. Honestly, like, obviously I can't get too much into production, but yeah, yeah. like you said, I'm sure everyone knows that it's just like, you're in there. There's no contact with the outside world. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's like any contact, which is like, for example, an HOH letter, which leads to letter gate. That mm -hmm. is a luxury. You know what I yeah. mean? So it's like, you have to understand looking at us from the outside, you guys are still emerged, like immersed in your life and like you have connections. We don't have that. I'm meeting these people for the first time, trying to put my trust in them. And it's like, I'm also having to like learn them as we go. So mm -hmm. it's like, yeah, I want to trust you, but I also don't know if this is truly who you are. If this is a game you're playing, if you're trying to game, you know? So I'm trying to figure this exactly. out while, be while being a half decent person, because again, that was what I wanted to do. Be a good person in the house. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to be someone I'm not. I didn't want to, I, I didn't mind being a villain, but I didn't want to be a piece of shit villain. You know what I mean? Yeah. If people are going to hate me, it's because I was so good at what I was doing that you're like, no, nah, I don't want this guy to win. Not because he's misogynistic or because he's abusive. Or, I didn't want to be any of that stuff. Mm -hmm. that, I didn't want to be a villain for those reasons. You know what I mean? Yeah. But well, again, listen, you know, that's also I after meeting Koozie, like I met her personally. Yeah, and knowing the athletes. type of person that she is, like she's got such a big heart, but she's a take no shit type of woman. And yeah. like, <laughs> Koozie likes you. You and Koozie are friends. Yeah, that's that's all I need to know. Because Koozie yeah. is not going to be friends with someone who's a misogynist. She's not going to be friends with someone who's, you know, like just a bad person. So realistically, yeah. like you already have the Koozie stamp of approval. Yeah. <laughs> that's good enough for me people might not realize that but like that's yeah, that's yeah. huge right like yeah. she's not gonna sit down and be like oh you're such a dick but let's be friends anyway like she it's yeah, just not yeah. happening she, right she likes she likes what she likes and that's it you know what i mean but so, that's it yeah, yeah. awesome um, yeah so yeah we've already talked about your edit but uh you brought up lettergate so <laughs> let's talk about lettergate so for anybody who 
again, go just go watch it. It's a good rewatch. Yeah, go like, watch Big Brother. Great like, season. Come on, season 11. <laughs> but um, Lettergate basically was that when you all had, like you all move into the house with a certain amount of luggage, we'll say. And then people yep. from home can like send you in more clothes or like, you know, just extra things that you might've forgotten. Um, yeah. But that all gets like, production picks it up and they like go through everything because you can't have pictures from home letters from home secret messages anything like that because yeah. everybody who's home they know the cast they know you know all kinds of details they and you guys don't get to see any of that like you just meet each other like that's why there's so many people that like lie about their jobs and you don't yeah. find out until after the show yeah. so like lettergate was one of the other cast members hope had this letter that his girlfriend, when she was packing his his stuff for him, she t she like rolled up a letter and like threw it in one of his socks or something. So when production was going through yeah. it, they didn't see it. He opens it up, doesn't know what to do, reads it, gets homesick. This is the edit that I saw. Reads yeah, it, gets homesick, yeah. shows it to you and Zach, uses it to kind of convince you and Zach that he's really homesick. He wants to go home because yeah. of this letter makes you feel bad for him. But that's not actually how he's feeling. Is that yeah. what happened with Lettergate? In a nutshell, correct. Um, and the way you explain it, I still don't see how people can see me as a villain. You know what I mean? But first of all, it's like, this actually it, this is a great comparison, which is what Kevin Jacob did last season with his wedding ring, where mm -hmm. he used that as, a, you know, as part of a game move to make, to gain sympathy from others. Yeah. Hope tried to do the same thing with a letter. Now, the reason why it's different is because a wedding ring or a wedding band, whatever the case is, is allowed in the house. Mm -hmm. You you put myself and Zach in a situation, in a moral dilemma that I don't believe anybody should have been put in. Yeah. Do 100%. I tell on this guy that, that he broke the rules? And what people need to understand, again, is like, I'm learning the game as I'm going to. So me, like I said, Daniel C, we were, were pretty close through Zach. And he was telling me about the Big Brother community and how they could be vicious. Okay. You know what I mean? So here I am <laughs> thinking like, Yo, they're crazy <laughs> i'm one of you I'm but like, you're all yeah. crazy <laughs> <laughs> so he's telling me he's explaining to me like like the, the community is really tough especially on people who quit mm -hmm. and cheat cheaters like people who play what we consider like a bag a nasty game yeah so in my head when, once he shows me this letter it, immediately i go into like big brother mode literally speaking i'm like bro the last thing i want is for you to get disqualified and get torn apart by the outside i'm mm -hmm. like bro if all you want to do is win and go home on a clean slate cool but people don't realize that that letter was the determining factor that changed my mind in terms of throwing the competition that i did to him mm -hmm. and he ended up using it against us knowing zach would have went home so it's like the two people who were looking out for you and people don't know this as well and it's not shown right before the competition i said zach throw the comp so if you watch back the competition you'll actually see zach saying I don't need to win this. And they show a clip of him washing his face in the water because mm -hmm. we're generally not trying to win. And again, people don't see, I was light years ahead of everybody, but because of the edit, it looks like it was close the entire time. I realized how far ahead I was in that competition. And I looked over, I said, fuck. I had to start slowing down. So people are probably like, um, the rest of the house guests were watching me like, like what's Ty doing? Why is he going so slowly now? It's because I wanted my guy to win. I wanted mm -hmm. him to have a win and go home on a clean slate and not, get disqualified and get like be the poster child of our season as being the cheater yeah right so once we and he doesn't know this this is the thing like in, in this time he doesn't know that i'm throwing a comp for him and i'm doing this so that he can make a clean cut so now when he decides that he wants to use the the pov on himself and pull himself off 
because he thinks he's gaming us, which I guess in a, in a hypothet- hypothetical sense he is. Mm-hmm. He risks our guy, Zach, knowing he's guaranteed to go home. And I'm like, bro, like, that's a really shitty move. But for whatever reason, me and Zach were made out to be the bad guys because we apparently intimidated him and all types of stuff, you know? So it was just a really messy situation. It's it's a, it's such a weird situation. And I have gone over this in my head mm-hmm. a million times. Like when I, when I watched it first, same reaction as everybody else in real time, yeah. right? Like what the fuck? Like, um, you know, why bring it up now? Why not bring it up right away or, yeah, or yeah, not yeah, at yeah, all, yeah. whatever. Yeah. But then yeah. like on a rewatch, it like, I never picked up on it the first time, but Hope had said, I'm telling the guys I really want to go home, but I don't actually want to go home. So like the letter mm-hmm. being involved in that, we don't know that at first, but yeah. that that was part of it. So I do yeah. see where you and Zach were coming from when it came to feeling like he was cheating, yeah. right? I, I 100% yeah. get that. Yeah. Um, and, that I, and I also, I encourage you to grow me with any questions and I'll explain. Yeah. It's, oh, very, yeah. it's very multifaceted, so I'll, I'll answer anything you have. Yeah, because because like I I agree that you know I can see where you guys would feel like he was cheating, yeah. and I'm very proud of you for one for not leaving the game, yeah. But at the same time, the amount of like fury that I was feeling when yeah. I watched you guys walk in to actually walk out. So what what happens is that like basically hopes letter comes to light you guys you know you guys tell on them and like you say rightfully so because they even say they're like why didn't you bring this up earlier like it's something yeah. that if you know it's there based on the rules of big brother you're supposed to let production know. yeah yeah so and i think it was like production's fault for not finding it in the first place yes well that's the thing yeah and right? i don't want to put this all on production like i i take responsibility for my actions at the end of the day but mm-hmm. it's like i'm explaining to people like it's a moral dilemma it's like yeah do I throw this guy to the wolves knowing what he's going to have to experience once he gets out of here? Because Daniel C is explaining to me, like, this world is nasty. Mm-hmm. I'm like, or if I can set this guy up for a clean break, which is what he's telling me he wants. Yeah. Then I would rather take that route and not rat him out. So but when once you... he starts to use it against us, I'm like, bro, so, so your intentions weren't to just yeah. win and go. You wanted to use it against us in the game. So I'm like, bro, this, no, we can't play the game this way. Because it's not Cause how then it's he'll go. get off the block. Zach goes up, yes. Zach goes home essentially yeah. right so okay yeah. so when that happened when you guys told on him that was all well and good um he gets in trouble but his so he does get in trouble they take his vote away or something is it they take his vote away that's yeah, their punishment that is, for not him. that his vote mattered <laughs> that's their punishment for him but yeah. to even the playing fields they give Which everybody else a letter so really and i can see where this would come from in the game yeah. That doesn't really even out that well. I mean, it kind of does. At Everybody all. gets a letter, but it, it makes it hope a hero. I, I can. I, it makes him a hero. It doesn't even right? it, out. It, it it furthers the gap and the distance between myself and the house now because you're mm-hmm. further justifying his action and saying he wasn't wrong. Like in 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 people's minds subconsciously, he was right because we all got the benefits of it, mm-hmm. and it makes Ty and Zach really look like they were wrong. So mm-hmm. now it furthers that that distance in, in relationships with everybody because it's like, well. Production says it was okay because we all got rewarded for it. Yeah. Remember, people people are only thinking about themselves. They don't they don't understand how it makes oh, me exactly. Oh my god! Feel. It's only if them, I'm... and I and I get that. Yeah. You know, so it's like people are like, oh well, it was just a letter. It's like if it was just a letter, why are people crying when they're getting letters from home? Mm-hmm. It's not just it's a, a letter. Like, a you don't understand deal. what that can do to people. Yeah, it Ooh. motivates you. That's... There's there's been seasons of the show where people are like at the bottom they win hoh they get a letter from home and all of a sudden it gives them the power to to get through to the end right like it is one of these things so like 
I can see again how that would happen, but at the same time, there's nothing fair about Big Brother, right? Nothing, there nothing never wrong. has been anything fair about Big Brother. That's yeah. that's kind of what's fun about the bullshit of the show yeah. is like yeah. so many things. Yeah. Like ask ask Kevin Martin about his first yeah. season and how yeah. he got booted out on a twist. Like there's nothing, you know, fair about it, right? So like course, when that yeah. punishment came in, it's like, okay, this is the rules. We we follow them. But like Zach and you discuss leaving. You do look hesitant mm-hmm. the whole time. Yeah. Every time he's like, are we doing this? Are we doing this? And you're yeah. just kind of like, yes, but you yeah. don't look it, you know? Yeah. And Zach walks. What What changed your mind about walking? And what do you think about Zach leaving the game? First of all, I don't nothing Zach did and how he handled that situation I'll ever criticize. If I was in the same situation as him where I was actually on the block, I probably would have done the same thing, if I'm being completely honest with you. I think mm-hmm. the reason why I was so hesitant is because I wasn't the one being forced on the block knowing I was going home because of something that should have never happened to start. So I understand that, you know, Big Brother fans want to say, you know, he's a quitter, X, Y, and Z. Like, you know how many people would have died for that spot? Cool. But you know how many people would have done the same thing if you were in that situation because of a cheat further mm-hmm. i'm not going to bring up names there was other people who quit on my season but nobody gives them any heat for it again i won't say any names but because it's zach he gets the heat which is unfair mm-hmm. how come nobody talks about other people because it's, it's and, mental and there, health and there, all that stuff right yeah there have been people who quit other seasons yeah and i'm not gonna lie it pisses me off every time and it's mostly yeah. a I can see it from their point of view, but at the same time, it's because I, because I do like, I always try to put myself in everybody's shoes. Right. So like when people quit, I'm like, fuck, yeah, put me on the show. Right. But at the same time, it's like, you just don't know what people are going through. So like, I do get that. But like, I think the big thing about Zach quitting and the difference between Zach and Vanessa, because I know Vanessa was the other one who quit. Um, we don't names. know. It wasn't, and it, and yeah. also it wasn't just Vanessa, but I'm not saying any names. But oh, right. I for, well, that was like day one or something. Yeah, I forgot. Um, I can't remember her name now. Amal. Yeah. She's, yeah. So she she went home. So like again, pissed, pissed, pissed. Yeah. Right. I'm watching yeah. it and I'm like, so, what the hell? Yeah. But like the biggest thing is, I think what rubbed everybody the worst about Zach's quitting was because he was going to stay or it seemed like he was going to stay until he realized he didn't have the numbers to stay. So he quit instead of being evicted. That's I think what makes people upset. That's a, that's a fair perspective. And I think there's some truth to that. I think Mm -hmm. what we tried to do because what we tried to do collectively, me and Zach was write the situation the best we could. So the reason why he was trying his best to stay in the house is because if we were able to get the votes to keep him, Mm -hmm. even if Pope stayed, he would have been okay with that. But because, like, there was no saving him. He tried for the very last minute. Like, that's literally the day before evictions were like, bro, like, there's no hope in this. You're going home because of a cheat. Mm-hmm. It's like, he wanted to at least leave with some type of dignity saying, I left and I didn't get voted up because of this, this situation that we shouldn't have been, we should not have even been in to start. People don't I understand mean, that. It's like, I, I do ahead. agree about the situation. I do agree about the situation yeah. that you shouldn't have been there to start. But at the same time, I don't know that it was leaving. So this is the opinion that that I got from it. So uh, for me, course. when he left, it was like, it wasn't a, I'm leaving on my own terms. I'm leaving with dignity. It was, I didn't right. get my own way. So I'm just going to quit. Do you know what I mean? Like, like, no, like because a crybaby that, kind that, of situation. No, no. Because if that was the case, then he would have left the, the moment that they announced everyone's getting letters. 
he tried his best to stay and say, can I at least get the votes to keep playing this game and not get evicted because I was put in this position that way? But that, it would that's be, what I, I would, mean. I would, it would be, what do you mean? That That's what I mean. So he left because yeah. he wasn't getting his own money. He couldn't stay. He couldn't get the votes to stay. So he was like, well, fuck this. I yeah. quit. You're because, not going to keep me in the game. Was, I'm going to quit. That was the that was the only remedy, though. In my eyes, your your guys's justification for not liking his quitting would mm-hmm. be justified if he had left as soon as they said everyone gets letters and Hope doesn't get to vote because now he's throwing a tantrum. He doesn't even he's not even trying to play the game anymore. He's just saying I'm not getting my way. I'm leaving. But he actually continued to try. He was campaigning. He was doing whatever he could to say, guys, like this. Look at the situation for what it is. Somebody cheated, and that's how I ended up in this situation. And because nobody wanted to save him, it's like, bro, like, I can't even play the game anymore. It's literally impossible because of how they made Hope seem. They made us I, the villains. Like, I feel like, I think I would have felt the opposite. If he had to, like, when everybody got their letters, if he had to just be like, man, that's not fair. I'm out because of the integrity of the game. Still would have been, like, really fucking annoyed. <laughs> like, I would have been yeah, like, oh, my God, another person gone. Like, this is bullshit. But... I think that had he left then, I would have felt like it was more based on his principles than if he didn't have to try to get the votes, right? But again, and I mean, like, I'll... I, I don't know. I'll, I'll probably that... reach out to Zach at some point anyway, because I know I'm, like, asking you questions about somebody else. Yeah, yeah, I, I can't speak on his behalf. I'm just saying from yeah. my perspective, and like I said, I would have done the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and that leads to my approach to the situation. The reason why I didn't leave... Mm-hmm. Is because one, I got my letter from my mom, which is a huge thing. And she's like, one of the greatest joys is watching her son on TV. I'm like, do I want to take that away from my mom? No. But also, it was almost like a revenge thing. I'm like, bro, I hate the way this was handled. If I can yeah. watch one person leave before me, mm-hmm. I would be happy. Just one. Mm-hmm. I'm like, at this point, there's no way I can win this game. My whole, Zach, me and Zach, that was my game. Mm-hmm. My my game is now gone. It's now just like, I'm, I'm just trying to figure out how to make, make it one more eviction. So mm-hmm. I literally said, I'm going to leave. If they send me out in two weeks, great. I just want to watch one person eat. So it was like a revenge thing. I'm like, I'm coming back in because I'm, I, this is not right. And the only way for me to feel like something was somewhat right is if somebody goes home before me. Because there's mm-hmm. no way you guys are sitting here with your letters from home saying, I'm happy that I got this letter because somebody else cheated. Mm-hmm. And then somebody innocent who was actually trying to do the right thing, morally, I'm not saying by the game standards, but yeah, morally, yeah. got caught in the crossfire and now he's gone. Mm-hmm. So that was my train. Like, so by my train of thought, I would have done the same thing Zach did. I would have tried to play the game as long as I could to make things right. And then if I went home after that, after my efforts, cool. I would have, I would have left. Because I think, I think it's, what it's, got it's me very... the most, like, uh, when you stayed was that, like, one thing that you said, you're like, you're reading your letter and you're like, this is a game. <laughs> you're like, I am yeah. on a game show. Cause that's one of the things, too. Like, it, it's a game, but it's your life when you're in it. Like it is your yeah. everything. You're living there. Like it's it's like a jail sentence in a way, right? Like you're yeah, fully yeah. there. You're controlled by Big Brother. So like when yeah. you read your letter and you're like, you know, am I really going to do this? This really is a game. That's yeah. where I was like, I kind of turned a little bit for you. I was like, okay, Ty gets it. Because again, but I, and I think too, like maybe the difference if Zach was a fan, because I believe he might be a similar situation to yourself where like he didn't really yeah, watch a whole so, lot yeah. of it. So, like, I feel like had he been a fan as well, mm. he probably wouldn't have realized the fairness doesn't exist when it comes to Big Brother, right? Like, there is just about every season, like, all these twists and turns, and it's kind of like who can survive to the end. And yeah, sometimes, you know. I get like, that. Like, yeah. twists and turns, I'm not going to be mad about. Like, we mm-hmm. had a dead last thing. Like, if I ended up dead last and I was, you know, on the block, I'm at, 
that's because of my own doing. Mm-hmm. But like I said, and the, the way I try to I, I frame it for people is that okay, you got the girly pops. Let's hypothetically in a hypothetical situation say Shania went to either Claudia and Renee and said, I have this letter. Mm-hmm. What would you guys have wanted them to do? And yeah. I asked them, I said, What would you what would you guys do? Would you guys bat on each other? I guarantee they're not. No. It's like you're in a situation, like I said, where you're, I you're making a decision you guys, that nobody should have to make. Yeah, I think you guys did the right thing at first anyway by not saying anything yeah. because, like, yeah, it's Hope's thing to deal yeah. with, right? Like, it's yeah. his letter. It's his thing. And I do understand where you come from when you're like, cool, you just told us this. You made us feel bad for you so that we would throw the game to you. Now yeah. you're you're not doing what you said you were going to do. Like, you know, I, I, I completely get where everything was coming from. I think the biggest... Yeah the biggest thing from Lettergate for me was the actual like self-eviction. And it wasn't just the self-eviction. I think it was the self-eviction because the numbers wouldn't turn around. That's where I was like, okay, you're being a baby. You're being a baby. Take it on the chin. (laughs) I mean, I don't, I don't really consider being, we can have differing opinions on it. I know. And we can go. And our experience is different, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. You guys are looking at it from, as a viewer perspective, we were living Mm -hmm. it. You know what I mean? And like having to deal with the repercussions of something that we should have never have to deal with regardless. So it's like, Mm-hmm. You know, everyone's gonna say what they would have done but nobody you guys didn't live it so you guys don't know what you would have done you know I mean? never actually know unless you're in that yeah. situation right like a hundred percent hundred percent but um yeah. let me tell you it made for some really fucking good tv <laughs> that, that, was the start of, that was the start of my villain story so it's okay you, listen to, in a way what i mean you were going through a lot of shit too like didn't claudia like break up with you on the show right before this stuff happened wasn't that like when you guys um, had your no, i think it was before it was Day, wasn't it? No, it was, oh, it was right after. Thing. Oh, jeez. That's what I'm saying. Like my my whole time in the house was a mess. It was, it was just crazy. a lot. It was well, a lot. It, it it trickled down a lot. People don't understand how that one situation affected me, plagued me the whole game. Mm-hmm. Like it led to Claudia not feeling safe with me. Yeah, which I understand because at that point I was now the target of the house. Everybody wanted me gone because they're like, "Yo, Ty's gonna come in and try to seek revenge," which they were mm-hmm. partly right, but yeah. not against everybody. Um, and it also like. During my HOH, because people were so against me, when I started telling everybody who my target is, which was Santino, mm-hmm. who did Canada who did Canada save? Yeah. Right? So it turned everybody. I'm not I'm not only battling the house, I'm battling mm-hmm. production and I'm battling the fans now too. I yeah. can't even try to get back on good terms with everybody because the one person that everybody wants gone, Santino, can't mm-hmm. go home. So now yeah. I gotta take a shot at somebody who I didn't even want to take a shot at. And now I got the whole the whole house is back against me again. Wow. I can't. You know, so that's that's fair though. That's game. I yeah. can be okay with that. Like you know, the production is going against it. cool, but when players are doing things that are not allowed and that's affecting the game, that mm-hmm. I can't co-sign. That's yeah. not what I signed up for. Yeah, and I mean that makes sense. Uh, like like I said, I think to be honest, as bullshit as Lettergate was, period, like start to finish. Yeah. Um, I think it saved the season. And then the whole, the whole season itself was a good season, but there were yeah. so many people like pissed off. Cause they're like, Oh, there's no live feeds. I'm not even going to watch it. Blah, blah, blah. And like yeah. <laughs> literally like two weeks in, it was like, this is the most insane season we've ever had. Crazy. Three people have quit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like contraband Crazy. was brought into the house. Like yeah. there's twisted. Wow. Like it was, you know, I say think, what you I will about not- Zach. Yeah. Good fucking ratings, you know, like hundred percent. And we love think, um, to hate. That's the thing. Like, you need a villain. You have to have you a do. villain because, like, yeah. if you don't, then it's like, what are you watching the show for? But I love a villain. I think. I think that. Um, sorry, what was I going to say? I lost my train of thought. Sorry, I was going to say that. that. <laughs> no, you're good. I was going to say that. Oh, like not having live feeds, I think actually worked out better because it allowed production to really control the narrative. So if you have live feeds, 
then you guys are going to see the real conversations that I'm having with people. Mm-hmm. You can't make me the villain because you're going to see that Ty is actually a genuine person. Zach, as much, he could be arrogant as mm-hmm. we all can be. We're all like, there's a bunch of alpha males, if you want to call that, in the house. We all had our moments where we were like talking ourselves up or whatever. But he was a solid guy. Mm-hmm. That's why everyone liked him. They loved him on a personal level, but on a game level, they've seen how, how that's a big threat. Yeah. His, his ability to work a room is crazy. Yeah. Because people see, like him so much, right? So. And that was one thing that I still defend whenever I hear people be like, Ty, I didn't want Ty to win. Ty is this and Ty is that. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, if Ty was really like that in person, mm-hmm. do you really think? Because there was one point in the game where I think it was like, majority of the house had like different diary rooms where they were like my number one is ty like you were people's number ones (laughs) for a very long time like there's a reason people kept you around they started going after you at the end because they were like this guy's winning everything like we don't want him to beast out in the end which is ultimately what you did but like i don't think that you know you were a bad person period or you are a bad person right like i think that I think that I, I know the way things get edited. I love a villain. Yeah. If there's no bad guy, why do you watch the show? Like there has to yeah. be villains in all of these shows. I wanted to be a villain on my season. I just got yeah. caught way <laughs> too early. Um, Cause I was like gunning for it. <laughs> I was like, yeah, of course. Status, I don't care. Um, So, you know, like realistically, like it's not a bad thing to be the villain, but like, if you were actually like that in real life, you wouldn't have been told or Canada wouldn't have been told by everybody that you were their number one. And like, I think that's a real good Testament. Like you wouldn't have won the game. Right. Like that's what I'm trying to say. I was sitting beside somebody who won safety from Canada and almost Mm -hmm. watched it. It was eight one. I, the only one vote I didn't get was her best friend because she felt bad for it. It Like if I was this, you get like, you win this game by yes, winning challenges, but you also have to, please the people around you you still have to have good yeah. relationships because it's the yeah. jury of your pairs that vote for the winner so really exactly. like if you piss everybody off and they don't think you played a good game or they don't like you as a person they're not there's been countless seasons of people who yeah. quote unquote should have won didn't win and it was because yeah. people didn't like them right so like there's yeah. definitely an, a testament to your relationships with people yeah. i don't think you're a bad guy <laughs> I appreciate it. Well, thank you. Thank you for bringing that up. It's the point that I try yeah. to make to a lot of people. And it's just like, yeah, you guys got to use your head sometimes. Like, if I, like you said, if I was really this Think outside of the individual, producers. exactly. Mm-hmm. Under, understand that they're giving you a story and obviously enjoy the story for what it is. Mm-hmm. But you got to take a step back and think realistically, you know, why are people keeping Ty wrong? Why do people speak this way about Ty? Why, why did they give him their vote at the end of the game if he was such a terrible person? Yeah. And everyone, everyone's, you know, justifications that, oh, they're stupid. It's like, they're not stupid. They're actually a lot of very they're intelligent stupid. people in that house. Oh and super fans who understand how this game goes. Like, no, they just, they know who I am because they live with me. Mm-hmm. They didn't get like five minutes worth of, you know, screen time every Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think like at the end with Claudia, I think her only shot and she didn't take it. She had it and she didn't take it. And I said like literally like two weeks leading up to it, I was like, manifesting i was like okay i want claudia to win final three hoh and then she needs to cut ty because yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm thinking good tv too right i'm like if she cuts ty yeah. takes daniel c it's at least 50 50 because i knew she didn't have a lot yeah. of fans in the jury but like yeah, that yeah. would have been the ultimate game move to kind of sway people right and i think uh, that's debatable i'm gonna jump in think? here yeah jump in I'm let's de- hear it listen i'm gonna I'm defend claudia here okay okay Claudia made the right decision in the end. It was a lose-lose situation. 
from our perspective in the house before finale, she mm-hmm. actually had a great chance against me because I didn't realize that people actually saw the game I was playing. Mm-hmm. I think that a lot of them were like still in this mindset of Ty is the villain of the show. Mm-hmm. So we thought, listen, Claudia had a chance against me because we, she was almost guaranteed in my eyes, the girl he pops, that's two votes after it. I'm like, Santina fucking hates me. Johnny, East Coast, he doesn't like me because of the Rob situation. That's four right there. Yeah. And all you need is five to win. And Daniel C was like, she had a good relationship with Daniel C. So we're like, that alone, and then Dan S, I'm like, bro, Dan S is just in a vote with Shanae. That's yeah. five right there. Yeah. So we're like, she won. I'm like, I'm happy going second. That's cool. I made it to the end, going through everything I went through, I won regardless of my eyes. I'm on that night. So I was selling her, I'm like, yo, we can be the first showmance in history. Let's do it. If you win, I don't care. <laughs> I was selling her the dream, you know what I mean? But we genuinely thought that her best chance, and even in the end, her best chance was against me because the amount of respect and love that people have for Daniel C., Mm-hmm. He had the crown guaranteed. The crown, nobody from the crown was going to vote for Claudia guaranteed. It's That's true. four votes off rip that you're not getting. I remember all you need is that last one. And if I, if you cut me, I don't know how I would have felt an end. It's it's hard to say yeah. because if she had promised me up until that point, we're going final two regardless, given I just saved you from these same people like a week before, I might've been a little bitter and said, you know what? I don't respect that. Daniel C. did my vote and he would have lost. So my... Not knowing you, just met you, tip, like, basically, like, we met each other just yep. the last couple of months, haven't really known you yeah. for a long time. But, like, watching the show, my opinion was that if Claudia had to cut you, as mm-hmm. much as that would have sucked, you would have been yeah. rotted, I think yeah. you would have voted for her. Because I think you, you respect strong moves, and you respect, yeah. again, all opinion-based, yeah. but from what I could yeah. see, you respect strong moves and strong women especially. Because when Claudia yeah. started to go after you, she was after you yeah. in the house. And when she yeah. was trying to boot you out, it seemed like, again, it's all hearsay because it's, you know, whatever production wants you to see. But, like, when I was yeah. watching it, she was trying to, to get you out. I was like, this yeah. guy respects her even more now because she's coming <laughs> after him. I was like, if she gets him out, he is voting for yeah. her. And I, you know, I, you don't know what thing, you it's done, in, but... I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It's true. It's honestly true. I don't know because I wasn't mm-hmm. in that situation. Um, and I think in the moment where she, where she had to say who she evicted between me and Daniel, I think I was like, I accepted my fate already. I was like, even if I walk out now, I'll be fine. Like I made it this, like the fact that I made it this far, given everything I went through, Huge. like I already won. You know what I mean? So it's like, there's a chance she would have got my vote. But remember, like four votes already that she mm-hmm. doesn't have. Yeah, Santina. I don't know if Santina would ever give up. <laughs> so she loses either way. You know what I mean? It's true. And yeah. I think in in the end of it is like she still made history as the first show match in the end. You know, if Daniel C won the money, she wouldn't see a penny of that. I can promise you. But with me, <laughs> hey, there was a chance you might see a few bucks. You know what I mean? So she made the she made the right, right move. That's what it comes down to. Since we're on the topic, are you yeah. and Claudia still together? And if not, are you still? speaking friendly that kind of thing give, give yeah, the viewers not, an update yeah, yeah, yeah we're not together um i'm good I'm, i haven't talked to her in a while like we are communication is definitely not the same as it was mm-hmm. um not for any particular reason in my eyes you know i still have very great feelings towards her. i hope she's doing well and uh, of course i want to always see her do do amazing things um but i just think that you know we come from very different worlds i don't know how she's processing coming off of the show i don't know how she deals with you know the opinions of everybody so i don't know if that's mm-hmm. like you know, um, I guess influencing influencing the way she has maneuvered post show. Mm-hmm. But yeah, in, in terms of where we're at right now, I'm good. You know what I mean? She can hit me whenever she wants if she needs to. Um, there's no hard feelings on my side, but 
you'd have to talk to her to, to see where she's at with it. You know what I mean? Listen, I'm going to try. I'm going to try to get like, <laughs> this will end up being like a big brother show. Watch now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's hard to get a hold of though, apparently. Oh, really? Yeah, you can try. Who knows? Melby's the best. So we'll see. Listen, Melby, I can, the amount of people <laughs> I've annoyed into being on my podcast in the past, this started mm-hmm. with season nine, big brother. Let me tell you, I used That's to crazy. do a podcast with a girlfriend of mine and it was, it was during the pandemic and then Big Brother Canada was starting. I was like, let's start watching this show. Because, again, I never watched yeah. the Canadian version. I was like, let's watch this. Let's just start, like, talking about it on our podcast. We'll do recap episodes. Mm-hmm. Cut to Obsession. Cut to um, Tina Thistle from Newfoundland gets off. So I, like, send mm-hmm. her a DM. She responds. I'm like, holy shit, it's a miracle. Yeah. Tina <laughs> responded to me. She said yes to be on the show. And then, honestly, we just kind of, like, snowballed from there. I tricked Tina into being my best friend. Um, I charmed her and then she ended up, uh, inviting us over to her house for beers because Tara came to Newfoundland. So we partied with them. Yes. Like they were so great. And then from then on, like, I think she's after having like Kiefer from that season, she hooked me up with him to come on the pod. Josh, Mm -hmm. like it just, it just kind of snowballed. So yeah, I've been stalking, uh, big brother people for a while. It's an issue. (laughs) Um, how has, has winning big brother canada changed your life in any way and if it has like how so oh man that's a loaded question i feel like there's so much so many changes like my life is different in the sense that i can walk outside and people just recognize me you know like which is crazy you know what i mean um and i think that it had taught me a lot about myself that whole experience and i feel like i'm very um I'm a, I shouldn't say I'm positive because we all are still learning ourselves as we grow. Mm-hmm. But I think that I have a better understanding of who I am as an individual now because of, you know, the experience I had on the show and being misunderstood, which is something I think I have been a lot of my life. But it further drives from the, the, the point that if you just continue to be yourself, the right people will gravitate towards you and the right things will happen for you. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like intention is a huge thing. And I feel like... I always try to have the right intentions. Whether it's received correctly or not is out of my control. But as long as at the end of the day, I can go to sleep and be comfortable in myself, knowing that I'm doing the best that I can, that's all that anybody should strive for. So in that sense, I've learned a lot about myself. And I'm, like I said, I'm, I'm very happy with the man I'm growing into. Um, the money's not too bad either. You know what I mean? I have a lot of flexibility to do. <laughs> yeah, it definitely helps. I mean, it's not no whatever 500,000 or 750 whatever the US wins yeah. cool mm-hmm. that's that's real life changing money but i mean like it's giving me some flexibility in terms of what i can do like branch on to starting other businesses and stuff so um yeah i've taken a lot there's nothing negative i would say that has come from me sure you get the little trolls here and there that send you messages about how much they hate you and how how you're not as good of a player as you seem to be whatever the case may be but you're going to have those opinions regardless of who you are. You could be the absolute best player in Big Brother history and you'll still Literally. have people just like you, right? So it comes with the territory. And I feel like if you don't have haters, you're doing something wrong. You're not, you're, not, you're not pulling the strings of people's hearts hard enough. Yeah. You know? And I think I did a, a great job of that. So um, I'm proud of it. I'm happy about, you know, the outcome. And I'm just grateful to see, you know, what I was manifesting just last year come to fruition. Fucking wild, hey? Crazy right. Like Crazy it's ride. wild. I think it has a lot to do with uh intention and perspective, right? So yeah. like not everybody's gonna see things from your perspective. They're all gonna have their own ideas, their own thoughts, their own opinions. 
And none of that matters because you can't control any of that. All you can control is how you walk in life, what you do for people and the intent behind it. And if you know you, that's all that matters, right? The internet trolls are going to be there. We've literally had, you know, 25 seasons of Big Brother US. There's been now coming in 12 seasons of Big Brother Canada. Like trolls are going to (laughs) troll. They're just around. It doesn't matter, you know? So you just ignore them. I think that's one thing that I got asked before I went on the traders. You know, you have to have like all of these interviews and assessments we'll say and all this stuff and mm-hmm. one thing that did get asked to me was like you know how are you going to handle your your shitty game your good game your like how's your business going to work like what are you going to do and i remember being like control alt delete like i was already deleting trolls i don't have i've got like a thousand followers i don't have like a huge following and i already have people deleted who were like in my inbox pissing me off like if you're gonna comment (laughs) on my pictures and just like say stupid shit then like i'll just delete you (laughs) for me that's too much to me that's too much energy i don't even do it yeah i see a comment and i like it thank you (laughs) i appreciate i appreciate that i take up so much real estate in your head that you took the time to comment for me today or send me a long a very long message that you will never get the shot like cool you sent it to me and i'm laughing at it so it's entertainment for me but nobody else is going to see it like, yeah. what did you really accomplish? And like, you know how I mean? much so, time and energy did that take out of that person's day? Man, like, where is your head? Like, it's, but this is what I'm saying. It's like the, the people who send these types of messages are so unhappy in their own lives that sending these types of messages is like the yeah. highlight of their day. Yeah, I'm so upset with myself that I want to try to bring Ty down. Listen, I'm on top of the world right now, if you haven't noticed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm in a that's... very great space in my life. <laughs> and it's like, you, what you're saying to me is actually like further confirmation that what I'm doing is great. Like, I really... I really touched you in a certain way that I'm important enough to you to send me a message. So thank you yeah. for the time of your day that you took to message me. That's really their dopamine. That. It's where they get it from. Yeah. Um, okay. So let's get into, you mentioned your other businesses. So I yeah. have been like targeted <laughs> by yeah. top performers arena yeah, on my arena. Facebook, <laughs> on my Instagram. I start scrolling yeah. and I'm like, what is this? Is and I see Ty. It's like Big Brother yeah. Canada's very own Ty McDonald. So I'm like, okay. Yeah. I Because I, I was going to message you and I was like, no, I'm going to save this for the pod. I want to know what it is. Top Performers Arena is what it's called. So yep. what is this business? Tell me about it. So I think that a big part of my Big Brother journey um, was how strong my mindset was throughout adversity like playing the game with my back against the wall but you don't see me you never see me panic you know what i mean Mm -hmm. i'm just i'm locked in i'm like whatever what's what's the next challenge you know what i mean i think that's my strength that's something that i can i bring to the world and i think that coming out of the game something that my boy zach had actually said to me he's like bro you need to this is your that's your that's your thing that's your gift and you and you should start something like a coaching program where you help people do the same thing you know maybe Mm -hmm. they can't do it to the degree you do right away but it's something that you can help people kind of develop over time and like really bring value to the lives of people. So Top Performers Arena was, is a coaching program that I put together to help people develop the mindset and the fortitude needed to kind of pursue their goals that otherwise they probably wouldn't try to pursue because we, we always have this little voice in our head that stops us from taking that first step because we're scared of rejection or we're scared of failure, whatever that may be. Um, and we live these subpar lives and we always say, you know, what if, what if, what if? So my goal is really to stop people from saying what if and just do it. If mm-hmm. it doesn't work out, okay, how do, how do we maneuver this situation? Things won't always work out, you know, the exact way you think they will. And you're going to run into these problems 
that we all inevitably do at some point in our lives, but there's always a way around it. And I just want to make sure that, you know, I'm able to help people achieve whatever they're trying to achieve, regardless of all the extra stuff, because that's mm -hmm. what I was able to do. I was able to, I overcame the impossible in the big brother house, but I've also been doing that before big brother. And that's what people don't see is like, I've always faced adversity in my life. I've always been in my eyes, a high achiever. I've been great at school sports, my lines of work, you know what I mean? I've always been the person to try to be the best. Regardless of I'm actually the best or not, I'm always gunning for that position. I always want to be the best because that's what drives me. So you guys saw a little bit of that on the game where, again, back against the wall and still came up on top. And I feel like I want to be able to help people see that strength in themselves and just pursue life relentlessly and everything that comes with it. Because we have one life. Mm -hmm. So... Why, why, we, shouldn't be just, we shouldn't just be going through the motions of life and letting life control us. Like, you really got to take control and really, and really, you know, shake things up before our time expires. So many people don't realize how much is waiting on the other side of fear, right? So many people yeah. are just so afraid. They get caught up in the mundane, the usual, the, the everyday, um, or, or even just basic responsibilities. And you don't realize that, like, there is no reward without risk. Like, you have to take a risk. And sometimes you're going to fail and sometimes you're going to fall flat on your face, but like we're resilient and we can pick it back up and we can move forward. But like the point is that you keep trying, you keep going after shit, exactly. like your heart and your body and your mind, like you want things for a reason. We are yeah. drawn to certain pathways for a reason. And mm -hmm. like, there's so many people that are like, I really don't know if I would do good at that. So I'm just going to stay here. I'm going to like work at Walmart for a little while instead, or, you know, yeah. I'm just going to, I'm going to do what's convenient instead mm -hmm. of chasing after the shit that's hard to get. Right. Yeah. And like, I love that you have that business because I really do think that like, we are our own worst enemies. Like we hit news, you know what I mean? We mm -hmm. take the day off. We fucking say we're going to come home and do all this shit. And then we sit on the couch and scroll on our phone for three hours. Yeah. And you know, so like, it's, we are our own worst enemies, but like when you have accountability, <laughs> like it's why mm -hmm. people hire personal trainers, right? When yeah. you need a coach for the things that you want to achieve, whether it's going to be a nutritionist, yeah. personal trainer, life coach, business coach, mm -hmm. like whatever you need, the greatest of greats have coaches. Absolutely. So I think that, yeah. Like knowing your strength and knowing your ability yeah. and coaching people and being able to bring that out of others. I think that's yeah. great. I love that you started this and that people I have the opportunity that. if they want to, that they can work with you to get out yeah. of their own fucking way, you know? That's that's literally it. Getting out of your own way. I feel like, you know, like you said, we are our own biggest enemy. But we can also be our greatest strength if we just flip that switch in our mind, like going from I don't know if I can do this to I'm gonna make this happen. You know, that that's literally the mindset I wake up with. Like I owe you know, complete disclosure. We all have our moments where we're like we second guess our, ourselves or we think of, you know, any given amount of reasons why something can't work out in our favor. Mm -hmm. But it just takes that one conversation with yourself to be like, no, nah, I'm going to do this. Once you make up that, make up your mind, like there's really nothing stopping you from accomplishing it. So mm -hmm. that's why I just, that's kind of the, I guess the messaging that I want to share with people. And like, you know, with the people I work with is like, a dream is only a dream so long. And like, until you make a, make a, a plan for it, then it turns into a goal. Mm -hmm. And goals are very achievable. You know what I mean? Like, a dream is just an idea you have, but as soon as you sit down and say, this is how I'm going to accomplish it, it's now a goal. And the goals are very easy to go, easy to accomplish. I shouldn't say easy, depending on the magnitude of it, but they can be very simple. It's mm -hmm. just a matter of creating a plan, a game plan together, step by step. And before you know it, you're going to look up and it's right in front of you. You know what I mean? So that's that's kind of what the the business is built around and and uh, the kind of the culture that I want to build 
within the community that I'm going to build as well. I love that. There's so many people who I like, I fucking hate when people say, I can't, here's why. I'm like, I don't, I don't want to hear the yeah. list of bullshit reasons that you give yourself why you can't do something. There's always yeah. going to be a million reasons why you can't, right? You got to figure out, okay, if this is stopping me, well, then how can I get around it? How do like, I address it? Obstacles exactly. are going to be there. You just have to get around it in order to get what you want out of life. And like this thinking small thing, like, oh, I'm never going to be able to do this. I'm never going to be able to do that. If somebody's already done it, you can do it. You and if somebody exactly. hasn't done with done it, find out how. Like find out That's how to be the first. Like, like there's so much... People don't realize how big the world is and how many possibilities yeah. that are out there, you know? So love that. Good job. Keep appreciate target marketing me. <laughs> I appreciate it. You might see me on your screen right after this. Listen, I literally like yesterday <laughs> was scrolling. I was like, oh, there's Ty again. Just I'm like, we're not again. Facebook friends, but you were all over my Facebook. <laughs> like, literally every third okay. ad or something. Um, okay. I will. I'll wrap it up shortly. I know we've been talking. I've See, my intention for this is like, okay, I'm going to start cutting these interviews to like a half hour. And I always end up going <laughs> into like an hour with people because I just. That's okay. Like, I'm having a good time. Good. Yeah. You would have been gone. You'd be like, you know what? No, no, I, no, my phone's ringing. Time. I got to go. Um, <laughs> so I did put it on like my Instagram, my Facebook, if people had some questions for you. So I do have a couple of questions I just want to run through. Um, yeah. So we'll call them fan <laughs> questions. So um, one person wanted to know from all of season 11. Who was your favorite house guest? They said, be honest. And they mm-hmm. hashtag Wafflegate. But it wasn't anybody from the cast. Like, I'll just say that. It wasn't anybody. It was, it. I don't know who this person is. Um, they're just in my in my DMs with this question. Well, you already know my right-hand guy, Zach, is my favorite. But if we're talking about people who didn't self-evict. <laughs> it's a shorter list because oh. there's three that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> um, God. Hmm. That's a good one. I'd probably say Dino C. Yeah? I'd probably say Dino C. That's my guy. My guy. I can see that. You it's uh, a, that's a hard question too, though, because you guys really do have is. a good cast. It was a good cast. You have a great cast. Yeah, yeah. No, I got along with almost everybody. You know, mm-hmm. step, but the people who I didn't get along with wasn't because we didn't get along. It was just like we're very different people. We don't we don't really mesh like that, right? So and that's how it goes in life in general, right? You don't have to be enemies with somebody or dislike them, but you're going to gravitate towards certain people who are mm-hmm. like more similar to you in certain senses. Right. So. Yeah, absolutely. Everybody doesn't like you're like, what, that was one thing that I said to what I was on the show and they were like, how are you going to handle, you know, this person not liking you or whatever. And it's like, I am not everybody's cup of tea. Like yeah, of I'm course. not, I'm not everybody's going to like me. That's mm-hmm. why you should be able to turn off your screen. Like when I mm-hmm. first started my podcast, fucking three or four years ago now, um, and my parents said to me, cause I'm a realtor. And at the time we originally called it the, why the fuck not podcast, because that's, that's like my life motto, right? Like just why not, why yeah. the fuck not just yeah. like, just do the thing. So when we started it, that's what we called it. And we did eventually change the name so we could get more exposure. Yeah. Um, but when we first called it that, I remember my dad was like, now, like, you know, you're in the public eye and you're technically a public figure because you're a realtor and all this sort of stuff. And you got to watch what you're saying on that. And I like my exact words were like, if people don't like what I have to say, I don't want to work with them. Right. Like, like there's so many other agents. There's so many people, there's enough abundance in real estate and whatever to go around. I'd rather work with the people that I mesh with 
we're going to have a way better time. We're going to get yeah. along better. We're going to trust each other better. It's just a better relationship, yeah. right? So like, that was one of the things like, you're not going to be everybody's cup of tea. It doesn't mean you have to be. I, I, and I knew that. I, I said that like even before the show, I was like, listen, people are either going to love, and I said on the show too, I was talking to Anika, I said, listen, on the outside, people either love me or hate me. There's no mm-hmm. in between with me. And mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck who doesn't like me. It's the people that like me and are rooted for me. That's why I'm still here doing what I'm doing. So like you guys can give me all these sob stories about, you know, oh, you said, uh, you know, you said you're going to do, I don't care. I'm not hearing mm-hmm. all of that. People who are rooted for me back home are rooting for me. So I'm going to play the game to make them proud. That's yeah. all I care about. And like the people, yeah, your supporters, are, that's the only people you should be focused on. Not people who are not in your life, who don't support you, X, Y, and Z. They don't matter. Those mm-hmm. are not your people. That's not your tribe, you know? So no, I'm yeah. glad you said that. Yeah, don't let them bring you down. Just you do you and do it for your own. You know what I mean? Like, that's how it is. Um, What's on your bucket list if you have one? Any kind of travel experience? Like, what's on the bucket list? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely want to. Well, this year I got some responsibilities to take care of at home first. So, um, you know, granted I can take care of that stuff, you know, relatively quickly. I want to travel. Like, I want to go to the, the ideal situation is to move to L.A., and mm-hmm. um, start building stuff out there. But I definitely want to take a trip to Bali as well. Just go out there mm-hmm. for like a month or two and just like be in nature, you know, focus on just learning more about myself and like, you know, what the trajectory of my life is looking like right now and figure out next steps and that kind of thing because, you know, I'm I'm going to be 29 next month, crazy. So there's going to be a, a time where I need to start thinking of a family that's coming up soon, right? So I think that, yeah, I want to get some traveling done before that that time comes. Yeah, get in all, all the experiences. So when are you coming to Newfoundland? That's a great question. I gotta check you, my You've too. gotta you've gotta come to Newfoundland, you know, before all that. Yeah. What do you guys what do you guys um uh, what's it called again? Screeching? Screeching? Screeched in. Yep. I gotta get I gotta get screeched in. Johnny said he'll do it for me. So listen. You know, I'll be over there soon. Like make <laughs> the plan. Here's the thing too, like the Big Brother community in Newfoundland, we've got a lot of people who've been on Big Brother. Yeah. And like when somebody comes from like another province, the Big Brother community, they just like swarm together. Like yeah. I haven't been, in, I've, I've been trying to like insert myself in there for a while. I feel like I have a little bit more clout now because I got traders, yeah. but like I'm working on it still. But like the Big Brother community, <laughs> literally like they'll all just like go out to fucking dinner. They'll go to George Street. They'll do the screeching yeah. thing. Like it's, yeah, it's I heard a about thing. George Street. Oh, George Street is legendary. Yeah, Johnny, Johnny, was, Johnny was telling us all about that. So I definitely got to experience that for sure. Yeah. Hit him up, make a plan. Let me know because I'll just invite I'll myself. You know. <laughs> like, I will <laughs> so be there. Wherever I'm at, you're always you're always invited. So. Yeah, it's it's not even your choice anymore. I'll just I'm just there. <laughs> um, what would it take for you to return to Big Brother Canada? What season and circumstance would it have to be for you to go back on the show? I'll call me back whenever. I'll come and destroy the house again. Doesn't matter when. Literally anytime. Call me today, dude. I'll be I'm- here today. Still on that. They, they it's a dream. It's a dream, guys. I feel like, you know, I'm just keep trying. <laughs> they Never, might. Listen, they Dan- might. Daniel C. tried out for 11 seasons straight. Yeah, I know. Twice, twice a year. Like, that dedication is crazy. And he just got on already. So you just never know. I yeah. never tried out before and I got on. He tried out mm-hmm. for 11 years straight and got on. Yeah, so, it's true. Listen, man, just don't give up. Just keep going. The first time doesn't work. Maybe the second time, though. The second mm-hmm. time doesn't work. Maybe you never know, right? So keep trying. Working on it. Keep waiting. You'll see me eventually. I'll be I on will. something I you, again. When you, when you win your first HOH, I got to hear the ball game. Listen, 
I'll oh, I'll wear the shirt. I'll oh. wear the the hat, the shirt. You cancel me, <laughs> Melissa's kiss. She didn't say ball game when she won HOH. Turn off the TV. Shut it down. She's unsubscribe. Done. Yeah, We're done. Um. Yeah. So, would you ever do another reality show? So, like you, this, these are the yeah. next ones are my questions, right? So, like I did the yeah. fans, but these are my couple of yeah. questions. I would definitely do um Survivor because there's a mm -hmm. super big bag over there. I would do the challenge. I'm waiting for the call from the challenge, Nick. I have the record for the most wins in history. Call them. What are we waiting for, guys? What I don't know. I have their number. Apparently, I don't know. Like I said, I'm okay. Hold on. Please. Do you need some you Melissa? Do you, Do you need some Mel B coaching? Do you need to go. You need to hire I'm, me. I'm, I'm all you don't wait I'm all for the call, Ty. Listen, you pick up the I don't, phone. I, have, I don't have the number. Apparently, this, from what it. I hear, this you can tell me if I'm wrong. But from what I hear is the challenge calls up people from other shows. It's not one of those I've you can apply that. to. So I don't I'm know. Like good. if I could apply, I would have applied already. But here's like, what, what you need doing? to do. Here's here's my clearly this successful. Is, you got to say this. No, no, you got to you got to say this off the record. You're giving other okay. people true, the true, true. We don't need anybody zooming in. Okay. All I'm gonna say <laughs> is you just need a coaching lesson. So after this, it, right? I'll get I'll give you a free session. Okay. <laughs> <Sounds> <laughs> but that'd good. be awesome. Yeah. Challenge. Uh, would you ever do yeah. traders? Yeah, I don't think I'd ever get called because I wasn't really portrayed as somebody who's like a very social person like that. So I don't think I'd ever get that call. But yeah, I would do traders. I think it's a cool concept. We played a game similar to traders in the house. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I think I'll do well as a trader too. I, yeah, I think you're definitely going to get a call for traders. So like right okay. now we're not, I don't think we're renewed for season two in Canada just yet, but it was like mm. one of the top performing shows this year. So I do believe that there will be a second uh, season. Well. If they're Sick. following the U S format, cause they did the first time we did like half reality, half uh, like normies, I guess, whatever you call yeah. us civilians. So that was the first season season two of us is all celeb. So it wouldn't uh, surprise me if season two of Canada also did all celeb. Like I don't actually yeah. know. But That'd like, it cool. seems like they're closely following that. So like, if that's the case, even if it's half reality, half civilian, yeah. I think you're a shoe in for the call because it doesn't really have yeah, to do hopefully. with being social. It yeah. has, it is a social strategy, mm. but it's got to do with like sussing people out and like mm. actually finding out who the traders are. Or if you are the trader, you know, yeah. going undetected. And, yeah, 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 yeah. Like it's, it's something that it's totally <laughs> had I realized going into it completely different from big brother because i went in with a big brother <laughs> strategy in mind and don't do that but yeah i definitely won't do that if you get the call call me and i'll tell you what not to do <laughs> <laughs> um don't okay so me. final question and it's just something that i'm trying to do i'm trying to end my podcast with this question for everybody if you could look back now do you say you're going to be 29 i will be 29 in a month yeah so mr almost 29 if you could look mm -hmm. back right now and talk to 16-year-old Ty Ooh. with your brain today, with who you are today, with everything you've learned and experienced over the years, what would you say to him? Like advice or just just whatever? Like what would you say to your 16-year-old self? I'd say just keep going. You're doing the right things. You're on the right path. It's going to be hard sometimes. There's going to be challenges. You know, people who don't have your best interests in mind, but don't let that change you and your heart. Just keep being me. Mm -hmm. That's what it comes down to. I, I actually did this last year where I wrote a letter to myself to read the following year. Mm -hmm. It's very similar. Like just being able to talk to yourself, no matter the age, I think that the messages are, are relatively the same, no matter what age you're talking to. It's just like, be more of yourself. Yeah. Stop living for these things that 
might come or might not come. Start living for these things that, you know, put fear or, or cause hesitation in your life. Like, just be you, live with a purpose, and follow through on whatever it is you feel like you're here on this earth for. So, to my 16-year-old self, just keep going. That's it. That's pretty solid advice. I think that's solid advice for anybody. 16, 102, yeah. just so keep going. Right? That's yeah. It. One of my one of my things that I keep thinking of is like, don't shrink. Like, don't put out your shine to make other people more comfortable. Like, don't shrink yourself yeah. down to fit into their boxes. Like, mm-hmm. be you and create your own. Like, like your people will come. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. 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 Cool. No, I love awesome. That. Well, this has been fabulous we certainly went through all kinds of topics in a whirlwind and i'm excited i'm happy that we had the conversations that we did is there anything you'd like to say before we go do you have anything to add uh no i appreciate you having me on i appreciate you you know talking about the tough things bring it all up (laughs) bring it up yeah bring it all up listen it's important stuff so i hope people watch this and see my perspective on certain situations and certain gates this that the third uh, but yeah, like I appreciate your time and I, I'm happy that you're doing this. Awesome. So where can people find you? So we all give us the details on your coaching business. Where can people yeah. get started on that? And then where can yeah. they follow you on social media or any other projects that you have on the go? Yeah, social media. I'm predominantly on Instagram. You can follow me at Ty X McDonald. Um, you can also find my coaching program on Instagram at Top Performers Arena. Send me a DM or email. Uh, it doesn't really matter whether it's my personal or, or my business account um and we can take it from there it's real straightforward perfect and he's also all over social media ads so facebook will yeah, find you you can't you can't you can't miss me you just have to think <laughs> about bettering your life and the ad will just pop up <laughs> exactly. Boom, right there <laughs> all right and you can follow me on uh best on the rock d-a-r-o-c-k because the rock was taken so best on the rock <laughs> on instagram and tiktok and same with youtube as well if you're listening to this on audio leave a comment. If you're listening to this on YouTube, subscribe, do both either way, just so that people can find me because I would like this to continue. So thank you for listening. If you're still there, pass it along, share it with your friends, like comment and subscribe, and I'll see you guys next time. Bye.